the last word on travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com, Ireland's favourite travel insurance provider. Okay, Sarah Slattery is joining us at travelexpert.ie for our weekly travel spot. Normally on a Monday, we had a bank holiday Monday, so we moved it to today. And we, what we decided to do was put out a call for your questions as to things you wanted Sarah to answer. And there's a good one here to start. Sarah, a listener says, I missed my flight because of delays at Dublin Airport. How do I get my money back? That's a good one. I mean, do you get it back from the airline? Do you get it back from the airport? How do you go about proving that you missed your flight because of the queues? Yeah, well, Matt, the good news is the um, it's it's relatively straightforward. The claims process, um, the on the Dublin Airport website, they on their frequently asked questions, they have um, the email that you send your 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 claim into customer experience at dublinairport.com, um, and there's a claim form there, and you upload your um out your expenses, um, onto the form. But they also released a statement to say that they hope to have the first tranche of passengers who were discommoded as a result of the queues by the end um, reimbursed by the end of the week so I thought that was really good I don't, I don't think anybody expected um, people to be reimbursed so soon so it'll be interesting to see what exactly people get back I mean they, they say reasonable out of pocket expenses so um, you see, I I'm wonder sure as well, I mean, you might seasons. you might get your flight back and you'd expect to get the price of your ticket. But if you had to book another flight to get out on a different day, I mean, would you get that as well? If you were to lose the price of the accommodation that you weren't able to take up, there's lots of expenses, I would imagine, that emerge as a result of not being able to get on your flight through no fault of your own. Absolutely. And I think we'll have to wait and see what what um, what 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 this that comes back or when, when we hear the first claims people being paid. But in fairness, they have state they have stated um, in their in their statement that includes rebooked flights, extra accommodation and transport costs. But I think the, 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 the term reasonable is, is what's going to be key there. I mean, I assume if you booked into a suite in the Four Seasons, you wouldn't be covered, you know. But um, they have mentioned accommodation um, and transport costs. So it does look like um, they are going to uh, reimburse more than I think what... I mean, there's no precedence for this, so it'll be interesting to see. But they have put it in their statement, so... Um, OK, well, we'll see what happens to that. Yeah. Get, getting a few questions in about TUI, a listener says, can you ask, Sarah, if the issues with TUI from the last couple of weeks have improved? That's an anxious traveller departing on Sunday. And another one that says, I'm due to travel with TUI next month on a package holiday. Just checking social media and can see post after post from Irish people who've had their holidays cancelled, delayed, and even one flight from Greece diverted to Germany. What is happening? And if something happens like this for us and others, what should we do? Yeah, I mean, there there has definitely been more delays than um, than there would normally be this time of year. And I don't think it's exclusive to TUI. I mean, particularly in the UK, BA and EasyJet are getting are having the same issues. Um, TUI did cancel Sorry, they, a lot of flights. They've been cancelling a lot of flights, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And TUI did cancel some in the UK um, up till the end of June, I think, for Manchester. But the issues in Ireland have been mostly delays. Um, now, there has been quite a few delays, but... Um, you know, I th- they, they they have released a statement as well, um, and they just said it's due to to operational challenges, and um, they did contact the customers as soon as they were aware. Now, the compensation that you know that they have to give is quite high, um, and they haven't cancelled flights going forward. So you would like to, you would hope that you know it's not going to continue. It's not in their interest, obviously. Okay, for it but to again, either. if if you're getting an Aer Lingus or a Ryanair or an EasyJet or British Airways, uh, there's the famous EU. 261 ruling which means yep. that if a flight is delayed over three hours 
you get compensation of between 250 euro and 600 euro depending on the length of your flight I thought I was going to get it a few years ago but we got boarded on the flight five minutes before the three hours actually came up but would that apply for the likes of charter flights with the likes of TUI as well? It would, yeah, absolutely. And um, I know, and I know people who um, have been claiming, like a family of four. You know, you could claim six hundred euros per person. That's two and a half thousand if you're delayed over four hours. So you know, it's a substantial amount of money. So um, you know, obviously nobody wants to be delayed, and certainly they don't want any long delays like some of the. the well, I tell you this much: when I got to within five minutes of three hours, I wanted the extra five minutes. I I thought I was going to cover the cost (laughs) of all the food and drink for the family of seven for the entire holiday, and the the damn flight took off I five know, minutes before the three hours. That. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a few people saying in relation to the Dublin airport, it's not just reimbursement, it's compensation that should be given. One listener says, two weeks of wasted holiday, additional costs for flights and accommodations, standing in a queue for hours, just a refund wouldn't do. But here's an interesting one. We're a family of five with three young children. What sort of travel insurance should we be looking for? Yeah, travel insurance, if there's ever been a year to have travel insurance, this is it. Between baggage queries and flight delays and everything else, definitely uh, don't go without your travel insurance. But um, I know some people, there's been a lot of talk of that European health insurance card and things like that. But that only covers you, you know, for medical expenses in a a public hospital in in Europe. It's not a full travel insurance cover. So you definitely need cover for delays and um, cancellation and things like that. Now, I always use multiple trick myself I've used them for 20 years and I've always found them very good but it's just important that you watch out um, for there's lots of different uh, policies you know the essential cover might cover you for like a thousand euro per person whereas the premier might cover you for four thousand per person so just check the amount that you're holiday if you're going on an expensive holiday you might need the premier cover um, it, you, you may want cruise connection or travel disruption added on so just check things like that um, and also, there's the, the the most important thing actually with insurance is an awful lot of the time there's a moratorium in place, so you can't just book at last minute and be expected to cover, be covered for cancellation. With COVID cases rising again and cancellations, things like that, you know, if you, if your partner has COVID, you can't just book in travel insurance and then cancel three days later. The moratorium is usually seven days beforehand, but there's a huge chance that that's going to be extended. I've heard a lot of people say that could be extended out to two weeks beforehand. So book your insurance now if you're travelling in July and August is definitely the, the top tip. A couple of listeners want to know what are the current COVID rules if you're travelling outside of Europe? Yeah, there isn't really a, like one single answer to that. I suppose every country is different. I mean, we when you think of the, the, the Europe was supposed to toe the line and I think we were one of the first countries to drop all the restrictions. Um, now Italy, Spain, Greece, they don't have restrictions now either. But Portugal and France, you still need your COVID cert. And then outside of Europe, I mean, it's literally anybody's you know it's Asia is completely different America you still need to be vaccinated you still, still need your negative test so all I'll say is just check the Department of Foreign Affairs website because um, it really is changing all the time the regulations for each country is just very different and then people want to know uh, do you need masks still on flights it depends the masks are usually um gear are usually in line with the country you're going to so for instance if Portugal still require masks on public transport then you have to wear a mask on the plane Um, if Greece don't require masks so you don't have to wear them on the plane that's usually how how it works but also each individual airline might have their own rules as well so it's again just check with your airline more and more airlines are not requiring them now but it depends on the destination on the airline 
And here's one that's just come in. I recently returned from a holiday and one of my cases did not return. Ten days later, Aer Lingus advised that it had been located and I have received it. Is there any compensation for this delay and inconvenience? There usually, there should be. Um, there's definitely, you can claim on your insurance anyway. You know that. It's happened to me before. Um, but the airline, I would imagine, would, they would have to cover you for um, out-of-pocket out of expenses as well. I would think there is, yeah, pretty sure. Okay, but it's a major issue for lots of people that we're hearing about uh, major delays waiting for luggage to co- turn up in the Air Dublin airport and particularly on the conveyor belt and if it turns up at all. And a lot of people say they've lost a lot of luggage and then we've had people in touch as well having lost luggage on the way out, which must be a real, real difficulty if you particularly have a family you have lots of stuff you might have your sun creams in it you might have your clothes and then you're there a week before your baggage turns up if it ever turns up yeah i've i've lost bags a couple of times on flights and in fairness up until now you usually always got them kind of the next day um but i've heard that as well there's been a lot of delays with bags and i suppose you know, with with delays in flights as well and people missing connections and things like that. So it just make sure if, if you are traveling that you have something in your hand luggage because, you know, it's happening more than it would normally um, happen this year. I think just airports and travel and staff and everything in general, um, it's just, it, you know, it's, it's going to be a different year. for that Yeah, Sarah, some people have said to me, never put anything valuable in the luggage that you put in the hold. But for other things, you might actually need to have receipts almost to prove the value of the stuff that was in the bag if it goes missing. Well, yeah, I mean, an awful lot of travel insurance, you know, for, for bags, it won't cover expensive items. You know, they would usually be covered. They'd have to be itemized on your household policy. So uh, whilst you'd be covered for bag delay, it would be a, 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 a minimal amount. It could be 100 euros a day or it could be, you know, say 300 euros cash or whatever. Again, each policy is different and it depends on if you buy the cheapest travel insurance or the premium cover. What you're each, what you're covered for, it steps up uh, the more you pay. That's to sound to me to that is is that the airlines and the airports will give you as little as possible, no matter even if they're in the wrong. So basically, you're going to have to spend on travel insurance either for an individual trip, maybe if you're only going on one trip in the year. But if you're traveling more often, you need a sort of a multi-trip uh, type insurance policy to cover yourself against things like illness when you're away, or bags getting lost, or delays in flights, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, that's I always get a multi-trip one now every year and, um, you know, you have it for the year and that's it. And especially, as I said, with things changing, I mean, you would have to think the underwriters are inundated with between COVID claims and cancellations and delays and everything else. So, you know, the prices are either going to increase, they're going to have to increase the prices or they're going to have to change the moratorium. One final one, Sarah. Uh, Our flight was cancelled at the beginning of COVID, April 20. We booked through a travel agent and are yet to receive our refund of 1,550 quid. What course of action can we take? The travel agent just keeps telling us that they haven't been paid themselves. Yeah, that's un- very unusual. Now, they, 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 they should have even... Get, they, there's also a um, a travel agent refund voucher that they could have got. And then you can that can be cashed in after nine months. So if they didn't get the actual refund, they should have got the refund voucher, which could be cashed in. But you could contact the Commission for Aviation Regulation. Um, I assume they've been on to the, the management of the travel agents. In fairness, most... Um, of the, the the reports I've got in, most travel agents have refunded, but um, I assume they've been onto the management at this stage. So if, if you still haven't got anywhere, then maybe try the Commission of Aviation Regulation. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. Thank you for joining us. 
the last word on travel on Today FM with the Multitrip.com, Ireland's favourite travel insurance provider.